While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. What's so funny? (laughs) I thought I heard like a drop beat in my headphones and I was like wow Dre's getting fancy like three and five six five six seven eight hello and welcome to live that's why I'm and then my mouth gets all tense because I'm smiling and then you're peering over here looking straight at me with just pure uh, excitement in my eyes know, it's like, like what will she my, say next I know folks baited breath one might say well, I apologize oh. for cutting your intro short. <laughs> Go ahead. Please resume. Well, um, I'm Heather, one of the owners. Well, one of. Now it sounds like we have a board of owners. <laughs> I own it with Dre. And that's me. It's owned I am by Dre. Drether. Yes. Drether. Yep. And, and we are Drether together forever. Amen. <laughs> Randy Travis. Well, welcome back. And I am so happy that we're you know releasing yet another podcast two. it's two a miracle for, folks it is it's a christmas miracle we're staying on track i know i love it two down because this is my most cathartic therapy is to share my deepest and darkest with the world <clears throat> and by world we mean the nine thousand of you subscribers <laughs> so many <laughs> i think we've got like 15 or 16 now you know yeah Doing, really moving up in the world once we hit 20K, we're going to have a big party. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, it, <laughs> it's so funny because we, when we were on the phone earlier, I was like, what should we talk about on the podcast? What have we been talking about lately? And you had a great point. You said, well, we haven't really talked because of our stupid, busy schedules. Yeah, because right? summertime is like a full-time gig for you as a mom. Yes, Yes. Like literally. I honestly don't know how people have more than two kids. Well, my mom had six. How? Well, I'll tell you what. We did not have soccer tournaments in the middle of summer. Like maybe a baseball tournament at the beginning. Uh-huh. Or the end. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't like two first Because you were doing like tournament are, games. are killing me. Do you, is that what you're doing this afternoon again? No, tomorrow. There's... There's oh another one tomorrow. Gosh. I know. I mean, I, when does it end? Well, tomorrow should be the last one. So Last game? But the last game. Mm-hmm. And the last tournament, at least for the summer. But I mean, we've, I've, we've, I've just had weeks and weeks of soccer tournaments, right? Yeah. Like ever totally. since you got back. But then it's also like swim lessons and just like all these little intermittent lessons. Mm-hmm. And whereas before, I think, I mean, I, I know I did swim team and swim lessons when I was littler. And I feel like we just like walked up to the pool. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing is like, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. It, was it just different when we were younger? Um, was it, was it safer? Did, were our parents just not aware? Because I think all the time about how like, I used to walk up my street around the corner to my best friend Brooke's house and like sometimes would cut through the weird, scary, creepy woods like oh, through yeah. all of these different backyards and stuff, I would never in a million years allow my children to do that now. We ever. used to walk through undeveloped, preserved, like landfill. I don't know if landfill is the right word, but it was like we called it, we could either walk by the creek 
uh-huh. or walk yep. on the street. Yep. And the street took like maybe six minutes longer. Uh-huh. So you and o- so we always walked by the yeah, creek. And it always. was like I got stung by it. wasps. I tried yep. to catch crawdads. I was for sure followed by strange tweens. You know, yeah. like from yeah. the time I was seven to 12, I walked the creek. Yeah. Same. It's terrifying. I know it is. I would never let my kids. And we didn't have phones then or like gab watches or anything. I like literally track every move my children make. And it's am, totally am I a true. psycho? I am a no, psycho. No, even when I was driving over here, I was talking to Annabelle about when she's like going to be driving. And she said, I, George is always worried about breaking down. And they're like, yeah, that's like my biggest fear is breaking down. And I'm like, that's your biggest fear. <laughs> breaking down and like like that yeah like what do you do georgia has like a brand new car i know and i'm like it's not gonna break yeah exactly (laughs) and it's like first of all you have gps on your car you have gps on your phone you pull over to the side of the road you call someone and you are at by maximum inconvenience like maybe 30 minutes yeah totally and that's anywhere in the state of utah basically yes and completely and I was like, we we learned to drive in cars that were probably not road safe in any capacity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like my car, eventually I drove it into the ground because the engine seized up because <laughs> I never put oil in it. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So we would drive around in these like clunkers yeah. with no road reliability, no GPS, no phones. Yeah. How did our parents sleep at night, honestly? I mean, my dad let me take his 1974 vintage Chevrolet pickup truck to St. George for spring break when I was 16. Wow. Like by yourself with just No, I went with a friend from Denver. Oh, my gosh. Shout out, Sherman. Any parents? No. (laughs) I don't know what lie we concocted. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he was just probably... You know, he'd known her since she was born. Yeah. And like, knew her you parents guys were good since, Mormon girls. You weren't yeah. going to get into trouble. And we were, and it seemed probably so harmless, like taking a truck four hours to an unknown destination known for its partying when you're 16 it's years so, old. Doesn't that freak you out now as an adult? Yes. I put some, um, some fluorescent umbros on and a tank top and hoped for the best. I mean, I cannot believe the things that I was like. We took a boat to Lake Mead in high school. Are you kidding me? No, and my dad won't even let me take the boat now. (laughs) And I'm 41. Our dad's like instilled in us, I think, a lot of independence. See, that's so great. It's so funny because, um, so my adventure lie that I did, I was a senior in high school and my best friend and I, we had met this band, this punk band in at Club Deviate. Shout out to people who remember that place. I think it burned down like... 15 years ago or something. Um, but we had fake IDs. And where were you? In Provo? No, in Salt Lake. We went to Club DVA. Oh, that's in what I was saying. Like Club, I think you're, I thought yeah. you were talking about maybe Virginia. Okay. No. No, it was when I was a senior. We I lied, remember Club DVA. We lied about our ages, obviously, so we could get into the yeah. show. We weren't, we were full Mormon. We weren't drinking. We did not have fake IDs to drink. We had them to get into concerts. And that's we so got Mormon. backstage, made friends with them, gave them our phone numbers. And they invited us on tour with them. Meanwhile, we're like actually in high school and like have class the next day. So we were like, we, we're in college. Sorry, we have exams. We can't come on tour with you. But they were like, well, come to our Vegas show and come meet up with us. So we concocted a fake field trip, made fake uh, permission slips, had our parents 
pay us money Shut up. For the, to go on this field for the trip. field trip. And we drove her like little Honda Civic to Las Vegas under fake names, pretending like we were 21 years old. Oh, and went and my stayed gosh. in this like gross, disgusting, horrible motel with this punk band from LA that is like a no name whatever yeah like I the my butthole clenches thinking about it (laughs) because if my child did that if Elsha did that now and as a 19 year old I was a bad seed honestly like we could have been assaulted or worse like murdered and no one would have like they didn't even know our names they thought my name was Nina Well, Margaret and I drove a U-Haul. We were both 21. No, we were, maybe we were, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. We were all like 21. We drove a U-Haul, like pulled by her, I don't remember what, I think it was a Mitsubishi Montero. And from Salt Lake to Washington, D.C. Okay. And we ran out of gas on the oh, Nebraska Turnpike. Shut up. In the and middle that of the is night. Like pure cornfields. Pure cornfields. And we had no, like, we had, maybe we had a map, but, like, we had, you know, we were out of gas. Like, we had, like, a dim interior light. We had no phones. We had no access to anything. And we, oh, actually, we did have phones, but I think no service. Okay. Because I had a phone when I was 21. You did? I had a phone in college. Okay. A little, uh. Like a flip phone? Yeah. Yeah. A Motorola mm-hmm. flip. Yeah. No texting yet. No. Have <laughs> just, been just phone, phone calls. <laughs> just scratchy phone calls with a tiny little antenna. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we just like wandered along like the bank until we saw a gas station and bought a gas can with gas and like paid a cab driver Shut to up. drive us back, like back along the turnpike, back to find, uh, find our car in the middle of that the night. That is so dangerous. And we just did it. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I think my kids would get out of the car, sit on the embankment and just, like, cry. Oh, you know? Yeah. Just like, full I think attack. if that happened to me now, that's yeah. probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah. But back then, we just were like, oh, See, you must have pushed it too far. And, you like, know? is that independence, does that, like, make us more resilient? You know what I mean? Like, because I'm just thinking our kids, yeah, like, if Elsha ran out of gas, it would be, like, the end of the world. Right. You know? And I mean, no offense, Elsha, I know you're listening, but that's the truth. And that's George's biggest fear. Annabelle yeah. says she never lets you get past half a tank. Oh. So we're dealing with a lot of low grade anxiety that need not be there, G. <laughs> if you're hearing this, your mama, it's a cry for help. I'll come find you. I will find you wherever you are. And I'll bring gas if you run out. But like, are we doing this to them? We are, right? Well, I think it's interesting because I don't know if it's better or worse. Because I think we had resilience for, like, physical hardships. Mm -hmm. And, like, we weren't um, entitled to, like, any of the comforts that our kids know. But then our kids have resilience in a way that we didn't have. Yeah, sure. You know, they have resilience for, like, creating a safe space for themselves, you know. And identity and um, acceptance. And, like, like, whereas I'm thinking, like, they are bombarded with, like, criticism and... um, identity crisis much more so than we were Mm -hmm. you know just by faith the world they live in but so they have kind of a different resilience than we had but I don't know it's interesting I know I I've really been thinking about it so much especially this summer because like we have been back to back on like you know 
camps and soccer tournaments and lessons for things and activities. I feel like every spare second is totally, totally scheduled away. And Roman the other day said to me, because we're on our way to soccer, and he just started crying. And he was like, I just want to go home and sit on the couch and eat goldfish. And I was like, same, buddy. But like... You're an activity jail, Roman. Yeah, but like... And I'm like, okay, am I overdoing it with the activities? And I think that a lot of parents are, but how are we supposed to manage our schedules in the summer, especially as working moms? How do we do that without just over scheduling them? Well, I just think about like, what if your job did not have flexibility? Oh, I thought that with the soccer tournaments, I'm like, how are these parents here? Like if, how is a doctor yeah. supposed to come to a soccer tournament at 11 a.m.? Tell me that if they have patients. Yeah, there's no way, you know, or an hourly employee or like or someone who just, yeah, doesn't have job flexibility. Like I'd have to take the day off, you know, request the time off. And and then when you have and that's with one child. Yeah. Mm hmm. I know it just it once you start working, you realize how inconvenient kids really are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's super interesting because I was reading an article and it was talking about how summer break um, has it's been a thing for women even since the pandemic. I think we all like really felt it very acutely since the pandemic. But the stats of like the labor force for women, it's staggering, like how much it drops in the summer for women. And it dropped a lot during the pandemic. But we're I'm talking like they were comparing it to the lowest time of like the great depression, like women not being able to work during mm-hmm. the summer yeah. because of childcare. Yep. Yep. Because, and they go from full-time pay to unpaid caregiving, you know? Oh my gosh. And then they're four months back from wherever they were when they left. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. What did you do with your kids when they were little? Um, I just completely took the summers off. Yeah. I mean, I had a nanny and I took like the summers off. Like I would take them to swimming lessons. I just worked from home or like, remember, we just didn't really mm-hmm. yeah, work. Yeah. And we're so lucky that we have that flexibility. I know. It just b- blows my mind how like people would do it, especially if your job is based on like you being there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Physical presence. Totally. Like I think about our injectors and our estheticians. Oh, absolutely. I know. I think I was telling you that um, Laura, our in- one of our injectors, her son did a camp with my boys and just the like Logistics absolute of the planning that she had to do to make sure that like, because the drop off was at this time and then it's like, you know, however many minutes to then go get her other child who was too young for the camp to childcare and then to be here for her fa- first patient, I was like, oh, Wow. Like, it really does take a lot of planning and logistics. I mean, I would... Can you imagine? Oh. I can't even get myself anywhere. <laughs> and if I had to... I mean, I just don't know where I had it back then. Yeah. Like, the stamina. I know. I know. I just feel like I'm just totally over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, today, I, Georgia, I was leaving to come do the podcast, and Annabelle's like, can you take us to the mall? And I was like, yeah, sure, of course, you know. Forget my job. Forget my <laughs> podcast. I'll take you to the mall. And so um, I just, I would have been on time. You're fine. Important for the children. <laughs> so I take them to the mall. And, but as I'm leaving, George is like, where are you going? You know? And I'm just like, we're, I'm going, there's, and I didn't really have time to explain it. Just like, I'm going to work to podcast and they're going to the mall. And she's like, well, is anyone going to Zergers? <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> like, why would you? Why would someone I, randomly be going to God Zerkers? Damn kids! Like, well, well, is, I'm like literally walking out the door. Well, is anyone going to Zerkers? Well, I don't know, Smarty. I just told you. Do I work at Zerkers? Last time I checked, when I said I'm going to work, it meant Housewives or Beauty Lab. Yeah. It never has meant Zerkers, but that's fine. And she's like, well, do you, ha- I know, you- I know I always ask you for random things, but <laughs> do you have a lay? And I was like, a lay I can borrow? And I was like, no. I just like, before she even like finished that I can borrow, like, no, I don't have a lay. And then I was like, do you want me to stop at Zerker's and get you a lay? And now I have like a little tone in my voice because uh-huh. I'm just like, garage doors open, keys in hand. I'm just like, do you want me to stop at Zerker's and get you a lay? And she's like, oh my gosh, yes, that would be, would you really? Oh my God. <laughs> and I thought, my goodness, it's been a minute since I've volunteered mom services. And I said, no, I'd be happy to. I'll get you a lay. And um, she, <laughs> I I mean, I can't even say the words. So then I feel this like wave of relief. Like I've attended to all my children's needs. I'm still totally going to be late for the podcast. I take one step toward the door and she yells out over the balcony. Um, and get get a green one. <laughs> and I'm like, a green one? And I'm like picturing that like fluorescent green, uh-huh, you know, like yeah. kind of. And I'm like, okay. not. I'm glad she said that because I would not have gotten a green one. I would have gotten like a colorful yeah, pink one yeah, or like something. Yeah, like purple or like, something. Like I don't know who raised these kids, but a green lay. <laughs> and so she goes, get a green one. And like I thought, oh, there there goes like this sweet, oh, I'm so grateful, falling all over herself. Now it's like, now she's coming yeah, back in uh-huh. with the details. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, I'll get a green one. I take one more step. And she goes, the kind you wear around your head. <laughs> what? the kind you wear around your head and I was like what What? like a flower crown no and I swear I almost like charged up the (laughs) stairs at her like are you kidding me what are you kidding me with this shit (laughs) get a green one the kind and I said I have no idea what you're talking about now like the small task of me stopping at my second job at Zerker's <laughs> to pick up a, what I thought would be like a pink 50 cent lay has now become a green one that you wear around your head so then I just said send me pictures of what you want yeah and so she sends me like a three-piece set with like a, a wristlet a oh, crown wow. and a lay uh-huh. and it's like an Etsy color. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's yeah. not going to be in the it's like a luau line. Not, yeah. yeah. Or the luau aisle at Zerker's. But oh my that's gosh. my next mother task after this mother effing podcast. <laughs> Mom, no one's going to Zerker's. <laughs> hey, is anyone by any chance stopping by the party oh, store? The party supply oh store? Oh my gosh. That is so I funny. Just can't with her. Oh, thank you so much. Get a green one that you wear around your head. <laughs> That's not a lay. It's so classic kid, though. So classic kid. Oh, We love you, Gigi. And I had to drop Ashley off at the airport this morning for her summer trip back east. And she was like low-key pissed about how heavy the suitcase was because I told her to take one of my Toomeys, but they're like the Toomey hardcover. Uh-huh. And they are oppressively yeah, heavy. Yeah, they're heavy for sure. But, you know, it's it rolls so easy, nice. and yeah. it's nice, and I thought it was a flex. Yeah. But she was like, this suitcase is obnoxious. 
And I was like, obnoxious. I've worked hard to get you the finest things in life. You don't appreciate it. But it's funny because when kids expose like something that you knew all along uh-huh. and were, were thought you could get away with, and then they expose it, it's just like hell hath no defensiveness like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I am 100%. so defensive. I'm just like, you don't understand quality. <laughs> It was embarrassing. But uh, so then we take her to the airport and I'm standing back because she's like checking in her suitcase and stuff. And I'm videoing her because she has this cute little lonely ghost set on that says, text me if you're when you're lonely with a number. And it's just it's so cute. And so George and I are like standing there kind of videoing her checking her suitcase in. And you can feel the pallor like come over me and the phone when because they start she starts in like interacting with the um, Sky cap guy or whatever. Yeah, well, the lady. Okay. And it's clear that her suitcase is overweight. And so she's like, like kind of saying, do you want to take something out? Do you want to shuffle around? And I see, she slowly starts to turn to face me and the video stops. Like, <laughs> like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like I knew my fate. It was the grim reaper turning around to like, this is, I told you the suitcase was obnoxious. <laughs> She's probably going to be mad at me for telling this story. I can't win. I can't win with these kids. Oh. oh. And so then I had signed her up for clear. And I'm like, you don't have to wait in that long line. You can just go straight to clear. Oh, sorry. I just got a high pressure text. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so then she goes to clear. And then she forgot like I forgot that I paid and got her through but last time I charmed them and said because we were late of course and oh, so okay. she didn't do all the identification set up oh, and this time yeah, they're yeah. like making her do all this. so they started to like go get the supervisor and to do and she like peers around the kiosk of the clear just, just so pissed death stare <laughs> right into my eyes and I'm like in a puddle I was like Georgia it's so hard being a mom and I'm like if you don't want to do it just tell him you don't want to do it don't blame me so they were like fighting across the clear kiosks it's I am a fool oh, and the only thing I swear the only thing that got me out of there because I was like gonna wait and watch until she was like at the gate she had a B gate yeah oh, somehow that was worst. my fault too and I mean she never said it she was appreciative and sweet but there's just this underlying like mm-hmm. what get you B <laughs> B7 I'm, just like, I'm sorry I don't know that and everyone from Salt Lake knows that that is the kiss of death yeah, having he, a B gate it's it's the kiss of death the worst the you walk. Worst. you basically walk 20 minutes and then there's this little sign that says B gates is a 7 minute walk from here and you're like <laughs> and it's like what I mean literally you have to adjust your time oh, based but, on and your, your cardiovascular yeah. dur- endurance <laughs> I mean, literally. You have to train for the B-Gate. <laughs> I cannot. Speaking of training, you have to train for the Vivint Arena if you have to I know. get a it's, bathroom break. You know what? That's I just stairs. The, the cost of uh, having floor seats, my love. True. True. I'll tell you, it's not all, it's not all wine and roses in the VIP life. you got to walk a lot of stairs. Uh, and if you go to Skycap and have a B-gate, there's no golf cart or anything. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the obesity rate is going to go down in Utah because... <laughs> Everyone's getting in shape yeah, because of B-gate. All I have to do is fly like twice a month. And I'm like going to be in a calorie <laughs> deficiency, I guarantee. <laughs> well, it's you intense. did it. You got her off to um, visit her 
roommate, yeah, right? Visitor roommate. But yeah. the, re- the reason we finally left is I looked at the clock and it was 10. And I was like, Georgia, what time does McDonald's stop serving breakfast? <laughs> She's like, 10.30, we must hurry, mother. We must Run hurry. It. And I was like, I will drive like the wind. And then we were so excited when we got the food. We said, we're so excited to get this. And Georgia's like, I can't believe you said that to him, to the worker. <laughs> but I was. I, yeah. was. I haven't had McDonald's breakfast like all summer. It was so delicious. Hey, it's the little joys in life. Yeah. The simple and- things. <laughs> Ashley was like, I made it to my gate. And I was like, awesome. We got McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> I was like, am I seven years old? Like bragging to my daughter. Yeah, that's, that's what we did. We got McDonald's for breakfast. Cool. You're going on a trip. We got McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she texted back, jealous. Oh. It's like this darn tootin' you're jealous. You have your Starbucks and your Lonely Ghost sweat set. And your heavy set luggage. Yeah. Uh, summer should be fun. Summer should be fun. I know. I feel like sad that it's over, but it's I've been so busy that I'm ready for it to calm I know, I'm down. ready for your kids to go to school. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Well, we've had some fun things this summer. We have. Like, especially the last couple of weeks. I feel like we've done a lot since you've been back. I know. I feel like we really have packed it in. Mm-hmm. I think having Kristen... Our friend, Kristen Chenoweth, come and bring us a Joe Malone candle mm-hmm. and a card that we are framing and putting in our wall of fame, which right now is just Orville Peck and you, Kristen. Yep. And then nods to Kim and Kylie and Rihanna Yeah. on the way. Mm-hmm. So pretty good company. I know. Yeah, it was exciting to have Kristen come. She brought her fiancé, and he was Josh darling. Bryant. Yes, so darling. such a babe. Eyes is, he is like, he's the epitome of like full heart, clear eyes. Yes. Can't lose. Yes. With him. I know. He's you know. adorable. And they are a great so couple. Cool. And he was showing me his new Jordans and he called, they were the satellite Jordans, but he called them satellite. <laughs> sad life Jordans. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? It sounds like you're saying sad life Jordans, but it's satellite Jordans. And he's, is he from Nashville? Um, I don't know. Somewhere That's, in the south, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, they live in Nashville. They live in Nashville, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is just such a sweet person. What was your favorite, what was the your favorite part when she came? So they all came to Beauty Lab and uh, Jordan Gross, her um, assistant. Who we love. Josh Bryant, her fiance, and Kristen. And they all got facial simultaneously in our community facial room, which is not like a sauna. <laughs> It's but more it's, fun with friends. Yes. It's just like you can, it's just like a nail salon where y'all just are getting your facials at the same time. Well, my I my two I have two favorite parts. My I wonder if we have the same favorite secondary part. favorite part was when I brought a blanket to put under her knees and she said no, she was comfortable, but could you just put it on me? And I was like, it's like a thousand degrees outside, but sure, Kristen, I would love to just burrito you in, burrito in her little in. blankie. But I think my very favorite part was when she was laying on the chair and Natalie was assessing her skin, and she was so tiny. <laughs> That's my favorite part too. And Natalie had to like scoot her up, and it was just—it's not a visual medium, everybody. But like, if you could see it, you would be. Dying I was basically it was so cute. like standing back, and I just look over, and I'm not privy to any of the you know, conversation leading up to this. And I just see Natalie, Kristen's laying prone in a facial chair with her head, like by Natalie's chest. And you just see Natalie lean forward, put both her arms under Kristen's arms and hoist her body up like a full body length. But it was as if she were 
blowing a dandelion yeah. fluff. I mean, she just, she was like this little epitome of like a nymph. I know. It was so cute. It was so, so cute. I actually read something the other day, except I might be wrong, but is a nymph like God's light, like, or something? I think that's what nymph means. Oh, really? Wouldn't huh. that be, she should have, that should be her street name. I know. <laughs> her DJ nymph nymph or something. Oh, grab a thigh beta. Oh, we had so much fun. She was, we talked sorority. Yes. I'm just grinning ear to ear, just remembering the whole day. I know. It was so fun. And steve was doing Jordan's, and she was, Kristen really loves cauliflower, so steve was giving a big push for the cauliflower bites at handle. And I was like, you're putting a lot of pressure on our guests, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Everybody knows they have delicious cauliflower bites, but come on, man. Now they feel like they're obligated. Like and then they, they have to go. To <laughs> they handle. ended up going and texted me and said they were oh, delicious. Good. Like, okay. total highlight, which I love when we give a food recommendation and it hits. Totally. It just feels like you're closer together. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you had been at the concert with me, you would have heard Beauty Lab get a huge shout out. Oh, I was so touched when you told me that. And I had That's a couple so people nice. like um, text me and uh, I got this incredible voicemail of a person that was like, I was at the, I knew your daughter through this, this and this. And I was at the Kristen Chenoweth concert and Aww. saw you wave because I was on the side of the mountain when she was talking to me. So I was like <laughs> waving to the it was so fun. Aww. It just felt like being with friends, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I'm friends with Kristen Chenoweth now. Did you ever think? No. I know. No. I know. It feels like I'm defying gravity, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Let's see. Okay, then you also went to the um, Lonely Ghost Oh, yes. Gro- Ghost Grocery 2.0 at the River Shops at the Riverwoods, which is like, I had all the feels. I started crying spontaneously. Oh well, I met Indie Blue's mom and dad, and her dad has really uh, we call him Grandpa John vibes. Like mm-hmm. he's just like reminds me so much of my dad, and had a shopping cart full of bottled water to all the people in line. The line was around the block. She had people that had driven like I met a girl in line that had driven seven or eight hours to be wow. there. People slept out, and her fan base. They everyone has lonely ghost tattoos and. You just feel this sense of community. Yeah. And the staff just had full Beauty Lab vibes to me. Aww. I just feel like we could swap staffs. <gasps> Maybe oh, that's my new show. Staff swap. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> By George. I did it. <laughs> I really did it. Yeah, their staff had just this vibe. Like they all, everything, like you just have to ask for sizes because everything's like this beautiful display. And it's so cool. You know, she had a white whale bleach, the great white whale. Mm-hmm. She had, a, what were some of the things? She has ghosted garments. Have you seen her ghosted garments line? No. They, she takes vintage uh, pieces and repurposes oh, them. Oh, cool. It's really cool. Um, just, well, I love your shirt that you have on right now. Oh, yeah. It's super cute. Oh, and when we were walking through the airport, Georgia had on text me when you get home and Lashley had on text me. When you're lonely. Aww. And I took a little video of them, and it's a total vibe. I'm going to post it. And I was wearing Indie Blue merch, too. I so we, we basically went to the airport to do a little grassroots marketing for Lonely Ghosts. I love it. But no, Indie is just an incredible example to my kids. I feel like she is the voice of Gen Z. Or she she's Gen Z, for sure, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. I mean, she's just a remarkable woman. And meeting her mom and dad and her, well, Jackson, her partner, and her business partner, Bronson. That's, That's very so cool. cool. Yeah. That's I so loved awesome. It. I'm so happy for her. And then Jill ended up doing Bronson, Bronson's wife's makeup. 
Isn't that a small world? Yeah. I know. I just it love this community world. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. And Indy's been a loyal beauty labber forever. She's like an OG. Yeah. Like our brands really do have like, I was totally thinking about doing a collab with like for merch. Yeah. We should, at least for the staff, we should do yeah. uniforms, Yeah, we should right? do uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that so staff cute. swap would be a great idea. Hmm. Let's let's add that to let's the list. Let's add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. So, well, summer should be fun, and it has been. I have a really sad way to end this podcast. Oh, Are no. we at time? Well, sure. Unless you have anything else more to add about um, our rant on summer being hijacked by kids' activities. I mean, every, life is hijacked by kids' activities. <laughs> I was thinking of a low point of the summer. Do you know what my low point was? Yeah, let's hear it. When I sent Annabelle on that study abroad with Mary, oh. a friend, Nora, partner. Yeah, that was rough. And then her tour guide got heat exhaustion the first day. And so they had to Uber back to the hotel and eat chicken fingers in their rooms. And then... And it was her got, first time in Europe. Like, yes. And give she some was, backstory. She, I don't want to. It's too painful. Oh, it was your first time in Europe. I thought it was a class trip. It turned out to be an extracurricular trip. And I asked like three days before she left for a list of uh, names of people that were going. I thought it'd be like 27, 28 kids in her class. And it was four other students, two juniors and a, two seniors, both best friends. And she was the fifth. And I didn't know her teacher. And then I went to the airport to drop her off. And it was just this weird vibe. Yeah. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. But a weird vibe. And it wasn't like, oh, this is going to be a big, happy family. So I started weeping. And the other moms came over and they said, oh, we'll talk to our girls and make sure they're like, they're the sweetest, nicest girls. They're not mean girls. You're going to be fine. And so I was like, thank you. And so then, but no mom wants to be in that yeah. position where the moms have to go tell the other kids, will you be, include yeah, this nice little, to this do you girl. see this little skin tag dangling off <laughs> the shoulder of this trip? <laughs> will you try to include her as much as possible? And they ended up being wonderful and having a great time. But I that was sent her off for you. on a plane. Yeah. yeah. And to then, Europe. And then one mom ended up having to fly out to fly back with them because it wasn't like she was the only chaperone. And then they were like grouped with other two other teacher classes from like Minnesota and Vermont, you know, okay. like, no, it wasn't like kids from Skyline sure. and Olympus. And yeah. it was just, I did not do my due diligence on this trip. You guys, I just paid the money. That was a parenting Well, mistake. I was like really glad that that other mom volunteered to go get the kids. Oh my gosh. Because the teacher ended up getting COVID, right? Yes. So she, she had heat exhaustion, then she was in a French hospital, then she got COVID. Yeah. So she couldn't leave the country. So she couldn't leave the country. The kids had to, so, and I remember when you told me that, I was like, Heather is going to want to fly out there. And I knew that you wanted to. And when that oh. mom volunteered, I was like, oh, okay, I'm so glad. Because you are too busy. You had too much stuff going on. It would have been a nightmare. I think yeah. I left for... Uh, New York. Yeah, that's right, right mm-hmm. after for New York and then Thailand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that would it would have been it would have been really cramped my style, but I was I had wept for like three days. And that's when Monica Allred and Dana Davis got to be my heroes. Oh yeah. That's, that's right. when I met Gay Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the Apple store. <laughs> when I got an iPhone at the Apple store. Um but what I wanted to say is summer should be fun. And like when you think of summer and you think of the ballads of summer and the anthems of summer, do you think of um, summer loving had me a blast? You know, I, I do love that song. Summer um, loving no, I think of, so fast. I think of Boys of Summer. Oh, well, you just ruined 
my epilogue because we lost <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Wait, what? Oh my gosh, you guys. Wait, I didn't and know you that. You want to be my druther. No. I do want to be your druther. Olivia but... Newton-John died at the age of 73 last week. I didn't know that. Yes. Heather, I rely on you. Listen, I'm telling you, it was horrible because I was doing um, confessional interviews for Housewives that day. Okay. On August 8th, which was also, would have been my dad's birthday. And it's 8-8. So it's like a day. Yeah. And that's, remember when I talked to you about it being my dad's life path number was an 8-2? Yeah. So I was, I was processing my own feelings that day, but I was in my interviews and something, um, you know, I don't know what spurred me to do this, but I started singing, look at me, I'm Sandra D. And I like saying that. And then I did like a full... Um, Olivia Newton-John thing and as I walked out of the and then I was in there for probably another hour or so and then I walked out but like normally I don't sing a tribute to Olivia Newton-John sure yeah <laughs> it's not a common and that's not like something I do but this is this is what I but what I do do is manifest things I walk out of the sound booth into or like the studio whatever it is you know into the hallway and the producer guys, all the guys are like, have their phones open. They're like, Olivia Newton-John just died. And I was like, what? what? And they're like, yeah, she just passed away. And it just, and they were like, they couldn't believe that I had just like been talking about yeah. it and seeing about it. It's like her. her essence was in the yes, universe. It's like her soul passed it. through me. And I was like, you guys, did I kill Olivia Newton-John? Did I you, this? you didn't manifest it. But you she picked passed, up on her energy. Yes. Yeah. I feel it was crazy. Yeah. And so I'm hopelessly devoted to you. Oh, I'm hopelessly devoted to you and to Olivia. I, me and my mom love her. And Christian loves Summer Lovin'. Like, we Ugh. sing it constantly. We got a new karaoke set at home. And Why have I not been there to christen the karaoke? Well, because we just got it. And so, but he's, that's like one of his go-tos. He loves it. I can't it. wait for those kids to be back in school so we can do karaoke. <laughs> we can hang out at the house. We can have our leisurely mornings. Jeez, these kids. I know. I know. But that's the other thing else just scheduled. We've got to figure that out. I know. I know. We've got to figure it all out. Well, hang in there, moms out there. Yeah. And dads. Honestly. I know it's hard for dads, too. Like, Oh, please. It's always the moms. Single dads. But, like, I mean, the moms run the world. Yeah, what do dads that work do? If they have, it's their day for the kids. They have to either work from home or arrange childcare. Jeez. Yeah. Is that what it's like for dads that have custody? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I never even consider that dads have the job of the kids. I'm just like, I just assume that the wives just pick up the slack always because yeah. yeah. we always do. Mm-hmm. Even when it's like outlined not to. Well, we again, just from those stats, the, the men's numbers don't drop in the summer. The women's do. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. enough, enough said. <laughs> Nuff said. Nuff said. Well, well, hang in there, moms, because you only have one more week. Summer is short. Mm-hmm. Not as short as life. But I am sad. Life is short. Summer is short. <laughs> I am sad, but ready. Because I love. But ready. I love summer, but this summer has just been too busy. I won't do this again next summer. Yeah, next summer we'll get rid of the kids I before want... <laughs> summer starts. I want more fun, less camps. Yes. And less soccer. More fun. I know. Summer should be fun. Summer should be fun. Yep. Kyle turned 40 from Summer House. Oh. Happy 40th, Kyle. Welcome to the four O's. <laughs> Welcome to your 40s. Best sex of your life, if you're a woman. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Probably is down, all downhill from here for you. But we love you, and you're famous, and you have a great product. <laughs> She'll do just fine. Well, do you have any great parting words for us, Heather? No. As we go into the next week. 
the last, the final week of summer. Final week of summer. No, I have nothing. All right. Well, I, in the words of Whitney Houston, I have nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I hope everybody saw your tweet that you put out or your thing that you put on your story that said, if you don't uh, randomly break out into song and are around people that randomly break out into song, <laughs> you are not living your best life. Yeah. I mean, that is how we live. I know. I feel like I can't get through a paragraph without a little end cap, you know? <laughs> I know. It's but so up true. bump. <laughs> well, I know some great parting words that will just okay. make everyone feel, for this. feel really, really good. Let's Yahtzee. Okay. Here we go. Remember that the lab loves you. Oh, yes. And life is short. By, By the, the lips. lips.